Hello and welcome to the JP Money Podcast. It's getting warmer outside, the summer is upon us, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. All right, all right. Thank you guys for joining me today. So yeah, just a quick episode today. Uh, Still have a few weeks left of school that I am trying to just survive my way through. Uh, Having a great time. Uh, Now the school's winding down. It's actually one of the best times of year for me personally. I mean, of course, the middle of summer is great. You get plenty of free time and whatnot as a teacher to be able to, you know, work on yourself and, and do your own things. But really just those last couple of weeks of school, uh, the, you know, the only thing better than, you know, summer break, in my opinion, is the anticipation of summer break. And I've been in this business a long time, been in here about nine years, uh, as, as a teacher, uh, 10, if you include my student teaching year. And when you can finally get the countdown clock going, you see, uh, the, the literal checklist just, just closing down to that final day. I actually have one on my refrigerator. I'm kind of ashamed to admit that here publicly, but it's the truth. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, and just seeing that wind down uh, to the last day of school and you're like, well, uh, I've got a couple of months here to do what I want to do and I'm not being tugged in a million different directions. Uh, and, you know, got to be there bright and early with with plans on the board and uh, plans ready to go for students. Uh, it's a good feeling. Uh, it's a good feeling that only happens once a year uh, in May uh, in early June. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of reflect on that and just think through um, you know, think through the upcoming months, think through the previous months, where we're going, where we've been. And hopefully you've had some time to do kind of that little mid-year check-in. We always talk about goal setting on this podcast. And, you know, obviously New Year's Day, great time to do that. Look back at the previous year, look forward. But entering the summertime is another one because, you know, if you're like me, you finally get some time to slow down and get your life in order, not just your financial life, but you know, if you own a a house or a home, it's time to get those projects uh, updated and and taken care of. Uh, Family time, a lot of us get into so wrapped up in our jobs, we neglect uh, the people that matter the most to us. And, you know, at least for most jobs, no excuse for that in the summertime. Summertime's your time to rest, recharge, take care of yourself, take care of your families. So, uh, whatever that looks like for you, I would encourage you to to do that. Of course, on the financial side, um, great time to to continue your plan. Whether it's you know dollar cost averaging into your into your retirement funds, or uh, if you've had a sinking fund going for you know whatever it is, house, car, uh, you know, time to look at that and say, all right, it's a time to you know metaphorically pull that trigger and, and make this purchase. Um, you know, or you know, can you look out? You know four or five years down the road and say, okay, this is where I'm at now. Uh, this is where I want to be. Here's what I need to do to be able to get there. Uh, and again, not just talking financial, I'm talking, you know, running, you know, I probably shared on this podcast before I ran a marathon several years ago, uh, back in my younger days. And even though I was really just a natural runner, I had to train for it. Uh, cause I had never really been on runs beyond five or six miles. And you know, you get plenty of 14, 15 mile days as you're training for a marathon, work your way up to 22 or 23 miles 
in the training and that backwards design is what, what got me to the finish line. Uh, and I trained for that in the summertime. Now, ironically, I ran my marathon in the snow, uh, cause you know, I live in Michigan and Michigan that, that happens, um, at least in the morning when I was lining up in, in Detroit back in 2017, there was snow coming down at, you know, six or seven in the morning when the race actually started, uh, ended up being a beautiful day, a little windy, uh, beyond that. But my point is, uh, that didn't just happen with a snap of a finger. It happened by, by looking, you know, down the road and realizing where I wanted to go. Um, on the financial front, you know, you got a vacation coming up. What's that vacation going to look like? Uh, are you paying for things? Is your family paying for things? Are you sharing expenses? Um, you know, credit card perks. I have a whole episode about, you know, my previous summer traveling, uh, much of which was, was paid for through credit card perks. And there's a lot of resources out there that will go much further in depth uh, than what I have to say on that topic. But uh, there's a lot of nuance there and a lot of opportunities to transfer points to different providers and get your, you know, get your vacations paid for, or at least a good chunk of them paid for. So I um, guess I would encourage you, if you know that that's on the horizon, it's money you're going to be spending anyways. Uh, can that cost be mitigated through credit card perks? Uh, so just something to take a peek at. <clears throat> Obviously responsible uh, use of those credit cards and paying them off in full each month is something that uh, I, as well as many others, would certainly recommend. Um, and just maximizing those if you've got the opportunity for that. Um and then just, you know, as usual, playing the long-term game uh, with getting money into the stock market. There's always a lot of news, um, you know, regarding scary things that are happening in the world and in the government. Like right now, it's the the debt ceiling in the United States, which as an econ and government teacher, I just love that. I just eat that up uh, for, for lunch, for breakfast, for dinner. Uh, you know, essentially, you've got the United States with, with 31.7, at least last time I checked, trillion a dollar national debt that has accumulated over the last 250 years and particularly accumulated over the last 20 years. So 2001 was the last time we ran a budget surplus. And uh, that means 23 straight years or so of running a deficit. And that deficit has built on itself year over year uh, to the point where we're over $30 trillion in debt. And so you have factions in the government that are anti-debt, uh, that are anti-government spending and social programs. And so you just see the the Democrats and the Republicans, uh, you know, heading this off right now. And uh, they hopefully will get it figured out and um, come to a common ground and uh, get that taken care of by, I think, Janet Yellen, the secretary of uh, the Treasury, has said, and, you know, first week of June, this is going to be an issue. It's not taken care of. and. Um, so who knows? I'm sure there's a, a rolling time period to that of uh, how it actually trickles down into um, citizens' lives. Uh, certainly certain people will be impacted by that more than others. But, um, you know, there's always there's always noise like that. There's always something right now. That ceiling could be something else in the future. Um, so just continuing to, to, you know, set aside that 10, 15, 20, 25 percent, whatever it is that you're, you've got working for you and your household um, getting that money there through all the noise, uh, we'll pay dividends literally and figuratively in the, in the long term. So that's something to just take another look at this summer and see if that's working for you. Um, career wise on the career front, uh, you know, taking a peek at your you know, professional development, at least that's what we call it in, in the teaching world. You know, I've taught 
Now, advanced placement, U.S. government just had my students take uh, the AP exam on May 1st, a couple weeks ago, and it's very exciting for me because that's kind of the the top of my uh, vocation. I mean, it, I'm just being a social studies teacher, uh, K-12, uh, that's the, the highest level academic-wise uh, that I can that I can teach. Uh, that and other AP classes, of course, whether it's world history or U.S. history or comparative government or world religion, there's other ones I qualify for, but just getting one on my belt is pretty cool for me because I've you know taught middle school for a lot of years. And although that was more challenging than teaching high school, it was not as academically stimulating as teaching high school was. So that was a fun thing for me. But, you know, one thing I'm looking at is going to an AP uh, Summer Institute for AP Economics. Uh, even though I'm not teaching AP Econ, I think it would be fun for me to learn how to teach it at a college level so I can trickle that right on down into my uh, my regular economics class in high school and just, you know, maybe be affirmed with what I'm doing already and that it's going well and that I should continue to do that. Or maybe I'll open my eyes and realize, hey, you're missing out on this whole other, you know, piece of, you know, micro or macroeconomics uh, that you should be incorporating. And that wouldn't happen without attending, attending some sort of professional development or connecting with other people that are in the same field that I'm in. So uh, again, whatever that looks like for you, um, summertime is a good time to do it because, you know, fall through spring, we get really busy. The days are short um, and it's hard to, to work that stuff into the schedule. So Hopefully you can get that figured out for you. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the, the thoughts that I have, anywho, on, on summer. But perhaps more important than all of that, please, uh, and I'm speaking to myself more than, more than anyone, but uh, take time for your family and for your relationships and for yourself. Uh, for me, that's reading. I love reading. could just wake up, get myself a coffee, and read all day. And I plan to do that in some capacity. Um, you know, this summer, uh, relationships, whether it's your, your family directly is, you know, can you, you know, I came from a family that did not have much money growing up. So we never really did, um, family vacations. When I was really young, we went on some, some cool ones. Like we drove out West and I have very little recollection of it. I was maybe five or six years old. Um, but I know my older siblings can remember it and they thought the world of it. Uh, so that, and, and to that note, you know, your vacation doesn't have to be $5,000. It can be, if you want to go down to Italy, you know, sit on that Amalfi coast and sip on that, that Italian wine, eating that pasta, go for it. Hopefully that will be me sooner, you know, rather than later. Um, however, uh, there's a lot of good, uh, you know, more local staycations or even domestic here in the U S places to go that don't require a lot of money. You know, my wife and I, and I've picked this up from her and her family, but camping, you can do that thing in 150 bucks or less. Um, you know, go stay somewhere for two or three nights, uh, with a tent and, uh, you'll probably bond more than you would, you know, taking an airplane down to you know, Disney world or LA or New York city. Uh, they're all great. Don't get me wrong, but you can do it on a budget and, uh, do it for do it for cheap. Um, so if you're not in the place where you have the financial means to drop five grand on an international trip, uh, then that's something you can do that you should be able to get just as much out of, uh, maybe even more uh, through building relationships. Um, you know, good time to give uh, as well. Uh, never really a bad time for that, but uh, just just thinking of how like you know this past week my my dad was going through a lot of medical issues. My uh, wife's father had uh, a surgery that uh, he was working through as well. And so just thinking through like 
lot of people that are uh, in need, maybe not even financially in need, but uh, just emotionally, socially, prayerfully uh, in need. And it's a good time that uh, if you have more mental space for yourself to be able to give that to others uh, and just be with them. So um, speaking of my wife and, and her family, my wife has uh, finished her her college degree. We're very proud of her. I know we've had her here as a guest on the podcast many times and I uh, appreciate you guys always. You know, we get a few text messages about, you know, have your wife speak more. She's, she's the best, uh, to which I know, uh, you know, I already know that. However, uh, she's, she's tough to get sometimes in the podcast. She's got a busy schedule, but um, we're excited for her. She's a Spartan dog. She has graduated uh, from uh, the, the best public university in the state of Michigan, um, Michigan State. Uh, she has a data science degree. Uh, we don't physically have the degree, but it's there uh, in, you know, probably in the mail. Uh, but she's finished everything. She's uh, super proud of her. Uh, she uh, would never you know, say this on the public airwaves, but she, she I believe, got one uh, 3.5 and beyond that got uh, all 4.0s and all of her, her really challenging classes. Uh, so I'm just excited for her. There's no surprise there. She works really hard at it. Uh, and uh, will literally and figuratively pay off for her. So she starts her new job on Monday. Won't go into details on that, but she has a nice, uh, you know, sort of remote job that is also within driving distance if she wants to to get in there and, and see the people that she works with, even though the majority of her company is, is remote. But excited for her because it's been 22, 23 months of just straight hard work uh, that is now coming uh too close and it will continue to be hard work for her, but just in a different capacity and she'll get paid to do it. Uh, whereas that's obviously not the case for students. So big shout out to my wife. Um, and just excited for, for her and, and for us to be able to get back on uh, track with some of these financial and career plans that we've sort of put on hold here for the last year or two. So yeah, that's all I really want to check in on. Hopefully the something in there uh, resonates with you and, and gets you thinking about how you can better yourself this summer, whether it's physical exercise, whether it's financial exercise, or whether it's relational exercise. Uh, you pick the one that works for you and go out there and get better at it. And uh, hopefully uh, by the end of the summer, you'll feel uh, great and recharged and refreshed and be able to hit the, uh, you know, the upcoming fall uh, with a new vigor. And uh, that being said, hopefully you'll hear more from me in the, in the future. Uh, I know it's been a about two-month hiatus here at the JP Money Podcast. Uh, you know, i got to take care of these students. Got to make sure that my econ, civics, and AP government students are taken care of. So uh, I just didn't really have uh, much time or space to be able to put together uh, JP Money Podcast episodes. So hopefully we'll be getting back to it here soon, though. And in the meantime, you guys take care of, uh, take care of yourselves and let me know. Uh, if there's anything you want to hear here on the podcast, feel free to give me a shout out on uh, on Twitter uh, or give a rating and review here on the show. Let me know and um, you know, hopefully you'll be hearing more from me soon. So thanks again for listening to the JP Money Podcast. Remember, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan here, the host of the JP Money Show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share it with others if you found it useful or helpful. And remember, this is not intended to be financial advice. You should consult a professional financial advisor to help you run the numbers and look at your own personal financial situation. Thank you.